With the first pick in the 2008 WNBA draft, the Los Angeles Sparks select Candace Parker. With the first pick in the 2011 WNBA draft, the Minnesota Lynx select Maya Moore from the University of Connecticut. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of rebel edition i'm your host bailey back with another interview this week i've got a pair of people featured they were former members of our w league crew and now they have moved on doing their own thing together i've got carolyn and basketball chess what's going on guys how are y'all doing awesome how are you i'm making it and how are you chess yeah you're doing great yeah thanks thanks so much for having us yeah, not a problem at all. If y'all have been listening in, you know we've been doing a series highlighting creators. This will be number six. And I think the last one in this in this line before the season tips off, we're going to look at the W season and highlight what these two have gone for the W season and how they ended up where they are. Similar to my other ones, we're going to start off with some fun stuff. So the first question I have for both of you, who is your favorite W or NCAA women's team? I'm going to have to go the Liberty. Okay. I'm going to have to go the Liberty, but the, the aces are a, a close, a close second. If it's WNBA. Okay. Um, I'm biased because I just was a part-time coach at Johns Hopkins university, their women's team. So they'd have to be my favorite. Uh, they would be my favorite, but if, if we're talking D one Stanford, Stanford would be, would be my favorite. Okay. Dang, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go Stanford too, Smalls. Yeah, you took mine. Yeah, I gotta. I love, love the Princeton offense. Love, love watching them move the ball. Love the cutting, the passing. It's just, just beautiful basketball. So when I, when I started watching Stanford, I, you know, fell in love with their team. WNBA, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't want to be a bandwagon guy, but I love, uh, I love the Storm. I love, you know, Brianna Stewart. I love the way they play. You know, it's a lot of ball movement. Same thing. Uh, yeah, I, I really like watching the Sky go on their run too, but but probably a Storm or Sky, I'd have to say, for the W. All of those are great choices. Stanford definitely, definitely is a fun watch. They really run a, a really unique organic style yeah. of play. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, we were making some content earlier for March Madness. We were talking about, is Haley Jones a guard? Is she a forward? Is Cameron Brink a center? Is she a power forward? Like, they just kind of they just do their own thing. Yeah, it's hard to kind of judge their positions at times because of how they play, and they do so much within that. Tara is a really good coach for that type of system. She's been running mm-hmm. for a long time. So in the same sense of that, who are some of your favorite players from your favorite teams? Mm, Sabrina. Sabrina Unescu has to okay. be. Um, Haley Jones. Cameron Brink. Love Kelsey Plum on the Aces. Kelsey Plum, Asia Wilson. Those would be my those are my favorites. KP's a bucket. And now just she's yeah, she's putting in work overseas too. So it doesn't, it doesn't stop. 
the grind never stops. <laughs> yeah, for me, I mean, you can see kind of why we work together, maybe because I, I was, I was going <laughs> to say the same thing. Haley Johns, love, love watching, love watching players that can do it all. She can pass, defend, shoot a little bit. I mean, well, what, you know, what a what a great player. I like uh, I like Caitlin Clark this season. I like Veronica Burton a lot in, in the college game. WNBA probably yeah, Brianna Stewart, uh, Vandersloot. Vandersloot's one of my favorite, one of my favorite W players. She's such a great passer. I love, love seeing great passing. Her her IQ is insane. We saw in that playoff run, she can make passes. Mm-hmm. She can make a passing lane that shouldn't exist exist. She can you know make passes that I don't know if anyone else on the planet can make, and make it look routine. Like she picked the Mercury apart. And she is the one reason why I think that despite what they did in the offseason, the Mercury still wouldn't beat the sky if they meet you up again this year. Uh, yeah, I see. It's definitely going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough round if they do. Yeah. I, I still think the sky win. I think they win again. Yeah. I, I, I also love Sue Bird. Well, and again, it might be biased. She's from Long Island. I'm from Long Island, but love, love Sue Bird. So glad she's coming back for another season. Shout out to Sue. Shout out to Sue. Is, is she the goat? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen uh, enough like older WNBA games and players to say that. Got you. That's what I will say. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, give me some of your favorite moments from the W season last year. It's been a while, so maybe. Yeah, maybe, I was gonna say, Chess, you go first. Favorite moment, and ah, uh, I think probably. I mean, I mean, yeah, the, the, the just seeing the confetti go rain down and like seeing Candace Parker win win one for for Chicago, I thought was really cool. I mean, seeing you know seeing the the couple, you know, seeing Quigs and Quinn, Quigs and Vandersloot win one. That 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 was I, that was really really happy. I was actually on a plane. I was flying. Uh, watching it on the plane so it was just I, I was getting chills watching them win that title I thought that was that run was just uh, you know I don't think you see that kind of run in the NBA you know I don't, I don't really think you see that kind of run so it was, it was really really cool not often you don't really see it that often in W that's why they changed the playoff format again <laughs> exactly exactly um I get I want to say um Diana and Sue Bird going at each other and then that was their last game was good that was a really good competitive playoff game I'll say that um and Sabrina's game winner three on the the first game right first game of the season I was Mm -hmm. insane I was like oh this is it's gonna be a good season this is gonna be a fun season to watch the W so I'll say those two it was a, a she's here moment yeah, and we're mm-hmm. here, kind of like it was also coming out for the Liberty as a whole, but you know, just for, like you said, it rung in the W season with a bang. Yeah, is always fun. Yeah, and the fireworks didn't stop there. I mean, really and truly, it went the whole year. Whether it be Skylar Diggins and Jasmine Jones off the court, or you look at Diamond and Sophie on the court, mm-hmm. Ali and Sophie on the court, or you know, it, it never stops. Uh, Erica Wheeler taking ankles. I mean, there, there was, there was always something to watch in a W any night. W Mondays were, were crazy. Can't, can't wait for it. I'm going to be back. Yeah. Seriously. Can't wait. Yeah. We've had a few of them in the off season even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but um, 
who were some of your favorite non-star W players? Like non like superstars, not the Candaces, not the Salutes, maybe some some tweeners. Y'all y'all pay attention to the game more like I do, so I'm curious to see if maybe we align here. It's it's funny. I don't know. I don't hear people talk about her now as much as she as they did when she first came out. But Chanae, Neka's okay. sister, I feel like everyone just talks about Neka and Neka's this and, and she's great and she's fantastic. But you don't really hear that many people talk about Chanae. And it could be because she was on she was in Connecticut for a while, then got her way to L.A. and she's been injured. But um I would definitely, I would say Janae, I think she's, she, I think she's still a really good player when she's, when she's healthy and, and can contribute. She's, she's had a lot of injuries throughout her young career, mm-hmm. but yeah, but definitely, definitely very talented. Was not, um, was not a bust for a number one pick. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. You may call it that, but definitely not that. Yeah, I don't, I definitely don't think so. Yeah. Who, who you got? Who are some of your favorite kind of middle tier players? Yeah, I probably I probably got to go. I, I like Stephanie Dolson a lot. You know, from the minute I started watching Stephanie Dolson, I was like, why isn't why isn't she put on you know these these top twenty five, top fifty lists right now? She's <laughs> tremendous screener, can shoot the ball. She she was a big part of that that championship run too. She had some good moments in the uh, Olympic or no, she maybe she didn't play in the Olympics, but but she had a she had a, she was really instrumental in the uh, championship run. I thought for this guy, so I like like Stephanie Dolson a lot. We are a very pro Steph Dolson podcast. We talk yeah. about her. It seems like every week, oh, yeah. somehow, some way. Corey, <laughs> Corey is a big fan. Carissa's a big fan. Akil's a big fan. I mean, because like you said, she does a little bit of everything. One of the best screeners, a very good passer for a big. And then you know, you touched on she played in the three v three Olympics, and I think that really helped her mobility. So you saw that kind of in the in the playoffs, like her like uh, coming off of screens and playing the high pick and roll. I think it really helped her confidence there to move. And so, yeah, very, very pro Steph Dolson pod here. I, I like that choice. One that sticks out to me kind of in that same uh, category that I've highlighted a lot is Mo Billings. She plays a very fundamentally sound game, very energetic player, boxes out, sets good screens, pops to the open areas, can hit the mid-range jumper, um, just plays it how you really – I hate the expression plays the game how it's supposed to be played, but she plays a very fundamentally sound form. So that's that's someone that sticks out to me kind of in that group. So I just wanted to see where y'all thought with that because, like I said, I know we view the game kind of the same. But now that we're here and warmed up, let's uh, let's talk about y'all a little bit. Let's get to know y'all. So uh, we, we can talk about each of you individually for now just to start. So we'll start with Carolyn. How did you get into sports? Um, so my mom, my parents put me in soccer when I was four, so I'm here for soccer. They lied and said I was five because you couldn't play till you're five, but they lied. So I played soccer and my dad, we're from New York. So he, all we had on TV was the Knicks. And, um, so I grew up just watching the Knicks all of the time, the good and the horrible, and then, you know, some, some better Knicks, but, um, so I just grew up with that. And my friends, we all played sports during read we also we played uh soccer we played basketball at recess so um it was pretty pretty easy and then I played soccer like pretty competitively until like junior year of high school um but I played basketball ran track um so I was always just interested in sports and always liked being part of a team 
um, and enjoyed your, you have this goal when you're working together with this group of people. Everyone has different skill sets and a different approach, but you're all going to the same goal. So I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, I enjoy winning. So that also, that also uh, helps. Um, and then, yeah, so I kind of just like stuck with, with basketball and got even more interested in basketball kind of senior year of uh, high school into college. And, and then in college was decided that I really wanted to be a basketball coach on collegiate level. So, uh, kind of dictated my career path from there and I became a PE teacher. And, um, so yeah, so still, still very involved in sports and, and clearly and mainly basketball at this point, but grew up watching tennis too. And tennis was a big, I'd say probably soccer, basketball, and tennis were like top three sports in my household growing up that we watched. That's, that's quite the trio. <laughs> three very uh, skilled sports, but also very different skills involved there. Yeah. So you're getting a little bit of everything if you watch those three, because my dad played tennis and that that's an incredibly difficult sport to play. Yes. Yeah. I've never played, but um, yeah, just, I can imagine the technical skill you have to have and mental fortitude to be out there by yourself with no coach to, to do that. Yeah. It's one of the, one of the few sports where you really get to see one-on-one play Mm -hmm. a lot. So what about you, Chess? How'd you get into sports? Yeah. I mean, I honestly can't remember a time when sports wasn't a big part of my life, you know, like uh, as a kid, I played a little bit of soccer, uh, you know, kind of typical American kid uh, childhood. I feel like you got to play some soccer. Uh, played a lot of baseball as a kid, actually. I grew up in North Carolina, so, you know, baseball was pretty big there. Played basketball, uh, you know, just like, I mean, we just played outside, you know, played football, basketball, baseball, or whatever. Um, growing up in high school, I ran cross-country track, so I, I got got pretty into that, you know, pretty pretty uh, focused on focused on running for, for a while there. Uh, so that, that was kind of the sport that I, you know, wasn't really nearly good enough to crack it at, at the high school level, any, any other, other sports I liked, but, but yeah, I tell you, know, I played, I ran, ran track where it was pretty good uh, running cross country and track. Uh, and, and then, you know, kind of my, my day job is more computers, computer science data analysis. So as I got older, I, you know, as a kid, I was just a big fan of sports. And, and as I got older, I kind of appreciated the, the statistical side, data, data, data analysis side. So, you know, I got, I got kind of both sides, uh, from that, you know, not now, not with my day job, I'm able to, I'm able to use statistics, more statistical analysis, more. I'm also, I'm just more curious in general. So I, that's what, you know, working with coach Smalls is so nice because, you know, we use video, video analysis, film analysis to, to really answer questions. Like why, why are, you know, players, players shooting open threes and elite leagues like the NCAA or the NBA, how are defense just giving up open threes or open dunks? You know, it's, it's really cool to use film analysis to actually answer those questions in a, you know, in a, in a really in-depth way. So that, that's what I appreciate about sports a lot. Right. So you look at it on an, on an in-depth level and that actually answered the next question I have. I was going to ask you, how did, how did it lead to your film studies? Cause that's, that's what, you know, y'all are kind of known for at this point is doing your film breakdowns and doing your videos. So in that case, how did y'all get together? Where did, where did y'all where did y'all run into each other? How did how did it become a, a joint project? So um, we're actually in the same Discord. Where and we listen to the same podcast. We listen to the greatest of all talk and Discord called the Goad. And so we're in there. And I was you know doing breakdowns. I I mainly just started doing it because I um, 
wanted to learn and like see the game as a coach. And cause you can't really coaching is one of the, I feel like most difficult jobs where you can't get inside someone's head in the moment. You can't get inside a coach's head in the moment of a game without asking directly like, what, what were you just thinking when you did that, which just doesn't happen. Um, so I wanted to like, teach myself to see the game in a different way, not just from a fan, but as like why things are happening, what's happening, what is that called, Excellent, things like that. And I couldn't really find anything that was centered around women's basketball. Everything was NBA and NBA, that was all. And I didn't really see anyone doing anything for like NCAA, like women's NCAA or anything like that. So that's when I started like last year. Like I did a few women's college breakdowns then and they were very very basic like super basic literally just the play like no edit at all and I was in there just like asking like hey what's the easiest way to like make a spotlight on a player like how do you do that um and Chess responded and he gave me so he gave me a really good advice and I tried but it took me a very long time like incredibly long like embarrassingly long to do like one very simple task and I was like maybe this isn't my skill set but this is someone else's skill set, IHS. So I asked him if he'd be interested in this partnership. And honestly, the rest has really been history after that. We've been at this for, I don't know, like a year or something like that, 10 months mm-hmm. along those lines. So um, that's really just how it started. It's, it's, it's cool to see both of our perspectives as to why we enjoy it so much because we're both getting something out of it, but they're very different. Um, different things and we're looking at it in different ways which I think only makes it better because we're covering more ground to be honest yeah yeah that's that's really really funny random discord <laughs> yeah no it's cool I mean that that community has been been really cool you know yeah. we actually met in person me me and coach smalls uh, a few months ago it was, it was really cool because you know that that community helped me meet, meet some people uh, some some real friends uh, but but yeah, from my perspective, I started making videos, you know, during the pandemic, uh, and then get got into editing a little bit. And yeah, and it was funny, like me, you know, I knew, you know, Coach Smalls, that she was into the similar stuff that, that I was into, uh, with, you know, just looking at the game X's and O's wise. And I, I looked back through our messages a couple of weeks ago, because I was like, oh, because we, I, I, you know, Bailey, you reached out about doing this. But it was actually funny, like we, we said, oh, hey, we should collaborate, we should collaborate. And we were kind of kicking around ideas, uh, so many ideas for so long before we actually made a video it was maybe like three or four months before we actually made a video then we wow. started making videos you know and um yeah you, like she said the rest is history and with w w playoffs it really took off because there's just just so much content uh and then and then uh you know even now march madness uh you know uh just again just just really it was, it was really we're able to find times to make make videos you know kind of capitalize uh, and so so that's when we really, really started working well together as a partnership. Yeah. And that has led you in quite the path. You ran into us at W lead. And then I see Carolyn getting shouts out from Nikaias on Twitter, which I know is huge. And then, so after you got through with us, you went to her hoop stats, right? Yeah. How, how's that been? It's been really great just to meet more people that are into women's basketball and that are, you know, like that's their, they obviously watch other basketball, but um, you can have like a real conversation about uh, different players, different teams, things of that nature. So um, just for that mere fact, it's been really awesome. And just the, the people that are, that are involved with her hoop stats that we talk to on, a, on at least like a, a weekly, sometimes like daily basis um, are really talented people. 
Um, so that's, that, it's been uh, amazing. It's been awesome to, to be a part of really. Yeah, I gotta, gotta echo that. It's been, been really great to be a part of that. Uh, you know, go, go visit the site, herhoopstats.com. If you haven't, you know, YouTube, uh, Twitter, herhoopstats. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, it's, it's been cool for me personally also to be able to work on the website, just from the programming side, uh, be able to make videos and then, and they're very, you know, they give us a lot of freedom to create, create what we want. Um, so, so it's, it's been really nice, uh, really, really great, great pleasure to work with Carolyn and work with, uh, work with her stats. Yeah, I, I really like her hoop sets a lot. I reference them a lot. Uh, they have a lot of interesting, very in-depth statistics that you can't really find anywhere else, especially for the women's game. Uh, who, who are some other people over there at her hoop stats? Maybe give them a shout out while we're here. Chess, you want to go ahead? Yeah, I, I make videos uh, with with Calvin Wetzel a lot. Uh, he he and he does some uh, he does a lot of sports betting uh, content, which I think is, you know, if you if you're into sports betting, I think the the W and uh, women's college game is is a kind of a good way to make money, just because there's there's not a lot of knowledge out there. It's kind of a market inefficiency. So so you you know maybe check out his call his call it uh, Wet's Bets uh, is his his, uh, his betting uh, sports betting content. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's so many people, but, but, you know, Calvin, Calvin makes some great content and he, he's taught me a lot about the game. Yeah. And I would, I would just say like Gabe, um, Gabe Ibrahim is over there, Megan Gower, like they, they're, you know, pretty mainstays on like the podcast side and um, videos as well. So I would mostly, uh, mostly my, my day-to-day interaction is, is chess and Gabe at this point. <laughs> Well, that's that's an exciting network to be in. Very <laughs> exciting move for y'all. I was very happy when Carolyn told me about that. So, uh, congratulations to both of you again on that. But you know, what does it mean to y'all to know that you know what you're doing is appreciated and people are seeing it and you're getting this recognition from the other people and moving like moving up. I would say moving up in the world. Honestly, it's a it's. I usually don't even think about it to be very honest. And that probably sounds not true, but I usually don't like, I feel as if every breakdown we do is this, like, I just do it. Cause I think it's cool. I think that it's something I want to learn more about or something that I want to, I thought it was interesting or something I want to learn from. So I look at it. And it just so happens that other people feel the same way that they learn something from it. But um, it's also kind of a, a mini test in a way. It's okay. How well do I know this? How well do I know this term? Like, can I define this term in a short way to give the chest to make this make sense? Is, is this really what it is? Is this even, um, is this like worth it? Do I, is this something that um, is so obvious that I don't think is worth it? But um, that doesn't, that doesn't usually happen very often, but I usually don't, don't think about it. Sometimes there, there have been some moments where I text chess and I'm like, can we curse on here? I'm like, oh shit! Like yeah, this, this, this just happened. Yeah, like this, yeah. this, this was pretty cool. But um, yeah, I usually it doesn't really dawn on me. But um, I'm I'm glad that people are enjoying it and that you know hopefully some people are learning from it and um you know have have positive thoughts and you know feedback about it. Yeah, it's it's you know it's weird in a way because I feel like the more we make these videos, the more I you know, realize how much, how little I know about the game, you know, because we, we've been making some zone defense uh, videos sets against the zone and how, how to beat the zone. Uh, and it's just, it's crazy. Like the, the, 
I, I can identify zone when it comes on the broadcast. I can see when a team's in zone defense. But I have no beyond that. I didn't realize like how little I knew about about the different you know intricacies. What happens when the ball gets entered to the elbow or to the post, or what happens when the ball swings? You know things like that. So that that's kind of weird. You know, uh, I my my favorite part about making videos is how how great it is to learn. Uh, how, how educational it is just for me, me and Coach Smalls, we we learn so much. I, I feel like we're making these videos. So, but it, it feels nice, I, you know. It it also, you know, it just it just it's motivating for me when things things go well because, you know, when I make NBA videos, I'll make some really mediocre NBA videos and I'll get so many more views, you know. But so it, it kind of motivates me to continue kind of working on trying to grow the game, trying to grow the women's game and, and try to show the beauty of the, the tactics of the women's game. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that's, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. And I, I, I love that too, because I'm always trying to learn as well. It's always good to learn more about the game and really appreciate what you're watching even more. We talk about the intricacies of it. There are so many levels and so many layers to every single possession of a basketball game. The smallest thing may look random. It may look completely out of place, but more times than not, it's not random. It's usually a very calculated and controlled random. It's like, you you know, maybe you tell them to change it on the fly or point guard calls something or whatever it may be. There's always different levels to it. And I, I think there's definitely a lane for that, as both of you know. And, you know, I think what y'all do is awesome. So shout out to y'all again. But what what would y'all say to to someone who maybe has something they want to create kind of like y'all did and is maybe hesitant to do so maybe some some inspiration um i i would just say just as as do it for yourself i mean i i think that's just why i i i wanted to make something that i didn't see um that i couldn't find out there i couldn't find it in terms of the women's game. So I wanted to make that, you know, and so I wanted just to help me, like it was, you know, and it was purely motivated by what I want to learn um, and what I want to know more about. But um, I would say that, and just, I mean, social media is insane. I mean, the amount of time we as people spend on social media is crazy. And then if you think about all the things that are on social media and all the great things people make, but it doesn't happen in a day. It doesn't happen in like a month. You know, it's something that you have to keep going at day in, day out. So I would just say, as long as you are enjoying the process and the product, the product itself is cool, but as long as you're enjoying enjoying the process, I feel as if, you know, only positive things will come out of that, that process and out of, and you'll be more excited about it. Um, Cause to be honest, I mean, it's cool that Nikias is retweeting us and all of these things, but I enjoy the process of making it and sending these voice notes to chess about what's happening in the play, what these things are called and how to define them way more than, you know, than someone, you know, doing that again. I love that. appreciate that. That's great. It's a huge compliment. Um, but like, we don't do it for that reason. You know, we're more motivated, motivated by other things, but I would just say find what you're motivated by and, and enjoy the process and just stick with it. I would say, uh, I would say you don't have to be an expert to create content. Uh, that's something that made me hesitate for a while uh, to make videos. But when you when you make a video on something, when you write an article, you're you're just going to do a lot of research. 
it's it's gonna it's gonna motivate you to do research because you don't want to get what you're saying wrong, right? So so you're gonna learn, and you're the the way to become an expert is by putting yourself out there more, creating creating more videos, articles, podcasts, whatever it is. Uh, so so don't discourage yourself by thinking that you're not ready. Uh, another thing I'd say is is uh, you want to you do want to make sure you're you know what you're talking about in the A. So so there's a lot of resources online. So to help you with that, uh, you have, you know, Coach Daniel, uh, Half Court Hoops, you know, you have, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, now I'm blanking on names. Slapping but you, there's glass. Slapping there's, glass, yeah. You know, so many. Yeah, so many, you know, and, you know, if, you, if you're into editing, <clears throat> Adobe Premiere in a minute uh, is, is really good with uh, just short, quick Adobe Premiere Pro tutorials. I mean, there's just, the, the internet is such a vast trove of information that it's possible today to have enough knowledge to become, you know, an assistant coach for, for a basketball team, for a, for a, you know, NCAA college basketball team with largely information you've learned on the internet. So, you know, don't be afraid to go out there, do your research and, uh, and create stuff for yourself. It's never too early to start with that. Another thing I'd say, I'm, I'm bad at this, but I'd say, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to people. I mean, that's, you know, coach smalls, that's, that's, you know, something she's amazing at is, building that network. I mean, basketball coaches love to talk about the game and teach the game, explain the game. There's so many wonderful people in, on Twitter, YouTube, whatever that, that just love to teach the game. So don't be afraid to reach out to people. It's a very, very interconnected space, mm-hmm. very interconnected space, especially like you mentioned the women's game, especially if you get around people that are similar minded, they, they will want to work with you in a heartbeat because everybody is, passionate and understands that that's what the game needs to to get to where it wants to go and where we want to see it go so so yeah that's I agree with everything you said there's always a level of just do it but you know doing it for yourself I think is very important also just remembering that you have network around you even if you don't realize it sometimes it just takes that first step so I, I agree with that all the way is there, is there anything else about what y'all do that y'all want to talk about together where we can find you plug yourselves on that part? Um, so, yeah, so I'm on Twitter. Um, it's coach underscore underscore and then smalls S at the beginning S at the end two bookends. Um, but yeah, if you, if you just go to her hoop stats on Twitter or IG or YouTube, then you can, then you can find it there too. Uh, I'm basketball chess on YouTube and, and Twitter is uh, at Bask with three. So basketball, but with a three at the, at the E uh, basketball chess. Uh, yeah. Same thing though. We're, I mean, you know, you'll, you'll see our stuff on the Hoop stats page. It's it's really cool to see all oh, y'all on her hoop stats. Cause it's like, <laughs> I know them, <laughs> I know them, but before we get out of here, we'll transition into some W-related stuff. Let's start with Chess. How did you get into the W? Honestly, Coach Smalls got me in the W uh, with, you know, she started sending me over clips to edit, and uh, she was like, hey, League, League Pass is only $17. I was like, oh, shoot, $17 for a month? She said, no, for the whole year. It's like, dang. So I started, you know, and it's just when you're in the offseason of the NBA, especially that, I, I mean, I, I think more people, if they just gave it a chance, 
would just fall in love with the WNBA because there's nothing else on, you know, there's, there's like baseball, like the, the dog days of baseball, but besides that, there's nothing else. So it's just going to start getting into, you know, the game. And there, you know, if you're, if you're a content creator, there's so much, so much fodder for, there's so much strategical, uh, strategically interesting things going on in the WNBA teams play at different paces. Teams will run sets way more often. Like teams will be really, really ready to run sets. Uh, so those are the things that really got me into it. But but I have Coach Moss to thank really for for putting me onto that in uh, in the women's college game. Um, I, I would say my dad. I don't remember how old I was, but he we went to a Liberty game, and uh, this was they 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 were playing in Madison Square Garden. So this was a little bit this was a little bit ago, um, and I was in high school. I was like, oh, this is this is like really cool, but I don't remember watching the Liberty on TV before that. And I don't particularly remember being able to find them either. So, um, so yeah, so we went to that and then I was like, Oh, let me like do some other research. So then I watched a bunch like that next, uh, that next uh, uh, like March Madness, I watched a bunch of games of the women's side. And I was like, Oh wow. Like all these players are, that are like seniors are going to be in the WNBA next year. Like I like them. I want to follow them. So I was like, Hey, we need to go with some more games. So we were able to go to like five, six games the next season, just, you know, based off of players that I, that I enjoyed watching whenever they came to the Liberty. So I would say I was, a, I was like a sophomore in high school, probably like maybe a junior in high school. Um, so yeah, and then honestly, just ever since then, just slowly more surely getting more and more um, interested and drawn to it as, as time's gone on. Makes sense. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. So it's the little things go far so so you're a liberty fan mm-hmm. what, what do you think about their free agency you know i i think that this free agency was was interesting because i think that the coaches are going to make a really large impact more than the players that were traded or were or assigned different places I, I really do think that the coach the coaching kind of carousel switch around whatever we want to you know call it um i think will really dictate how this next W season is. And the Liberty were already doing, I mean, they went from not even sniffing the playoffs, the bubble season to they're a couple shots away from making the playoffs this season, this past season. So I think just the natural progression of them as a team, they're, they're kind of all clicking and their players are healthy. So I'm really interested to see what, uh, what Sandy's going to do with, with that team and how they're going to, you know, hopefully we see some more triple, triple doubles from Sabrina and, you know, that becomes more, that's very, very fun to watch. So hopefully that becomes more, more popular, but, but I like, they got to, they have a really fun young team that I really, really enjoy. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to, I'm going to buy some tickets actually when they play, when they play the, here, they play the mystics here and go home to see them play the, go to see them play at home. So I'm really excited about the season. More optimistic than I am for my Knicks, so that's for that's for sure. <laughs> Give me a bold prediction or take about the Liberty season. Oh, bold, bold. Um, I think they. I think I think they will be in the second round of the playoffs. Okay, second round of the playoffs. And I think they're they could. I think they'll be a tough out. I think I'll say that. I think they'll be a tough out. Maybe one of the better home records in the league. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like I think it. that. I like that. Yeah. I think that. And I think, especially if it's, if it's a, you know, a, a, a 
if if the series is 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 in balance and Sabrina's on the court, um, there's very few players I would go against her and say that I would put them above her to to win that game. And it's a lot of just how how she was in college and her mentality and just what I've you know listened to from different videos of interviews she's been on. But um, I think this could be a very big breakout performance year for her in terms of like she's going to have a couple big big games I I think last year was a good it didn't look great on paper but Mm -hmm. teams threw a lot at her yes so I I think I think you're right I think she'll have grown and adjusted and learned a little bit from now to then what about you Chess you got any hot takes or predictions or any thoughts on free agency from your team do you do you think let me ask you this let me start by this do you think Jewel or Brianna Stewart leave the storm within the next two years? Nah, I don't. I think uh, I think the storms are they're always going to have a chance. Like I don't think you know you got a culture of winning, you got a legacy of winning. Why would you? Why would you leave? Right? Uh, okay. See, bold prediction. Ooh, I'll say I'll say sky repeat. I don't think you know. I'm signing Emma Meesem in the offseason, bring the team back. Like I mean, how are you gonna? How are you gonna go up against? You got the confidence. You got the sauce. How are you gonna? How are you gonna play? How are you gonna? You know, beat that, right? Yeah, it's a sky repeat. I don't think it's gonna be close. Yeah. Okay, we got a sky repeat. I I am in line to agree with you. I've been saying it since they once they got Sloot and Quigs back. I was like, yeah, that's they're going back to back. And the crazy part about it is, I could see them realistically again <laughs> being like the maybe not the six, but like I don't know third fourth seed because i feel like they're going like rest they're gonna Mm -hmm. you know they're gonna play a long game they're gonna play a smart candace my system games you know be healthy play smart dana evans will get some starts julie alamon will get some starts we'll see some you know just some rest and relaxation from every (laughs) once in a while and so yeah i I agree with that but i also ask you chess because you know stewart and jewel both took meetings with the liberty yeah, let's talk about that. You think that they're going to stay another two seasons? You think they're going to be there? They, in... they both signed short contracts one year. I, I don't think they're. I don't know. I think Brianna is has. I don't know. I don't know. If, I think if she leaves, she's going to the Liberty. She wants to play at home. It's going to be even, Stu even York. She, yeah, even though she's upstate New York, Stu York. Stu York. Yeah. I I think it's happening. <laughs> what do you? think? I mean, I'm not saying it's not, but I I could see it. I could definitely see it. They got Natasha Howard too. Mm-hmm. They, they, I'm um, this. They're, they're poised to, to sign someone, and and it changes everything. Brianna, now, she said she signed. She signed this the short contract because uh, of the because of the CBA and an overseas was overseas thing. Yeah, that's what so, she said. I was gonna say it could be convenient. It could be both. Both can be true. Yeah, both you, can be true, or three could be true because she did take the meeting with New York. So, and New York was planting seeds. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah. It falls in line that you said the storm were your team because, you know, yeah, time will tell. Like, I mean, neither of us have, uh, neither of us can say objective, objective. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're both a little biased. All, all I know is I've been saying it for a while. Jewel going to be in Los Angeles yellow at some point. Mm, yes, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's, that's a hot take, but I, everybody says it. I don't know how what level of validity there is there it's just a fun thing to ride with but I, th- I could see it but um but yeah so now that we've wrapped up kind of where we think about the w season who are some of your favorite people in w twitter give them favorite a shout people. out 
favorite people W Twitter. So number one, Evan Gualberto there and him and Sabrina Merchant on um, the step through. They have like a YouTube, um, I want to say a podcast, but I guess like a podcast, like video series, um, where they just like talk everything WNBA hoops, like everything in terms of playoff, like how um, like the formatting of it, games, Evan is, is awesome and does similar breakdowns to us and points things out. And um, I am lucky enough to talk hoops with him on almost every day. So I would definitely say, um, check out Evan and Sabrina and their and their show on YouTube, the the step through. Um, aside from everything, you know, her hoop stats, um, I would say keep it at 9450. They have a fun podcast, and um I I that's usually my in my rotation as well. Those would be like my I guess my two or three. Okay. What about you, Chess? Who you got? I got a shout out M Adler. Uh, one of the first first people I ran into on on Twitter, you know, ba- basketball basketball nerd Twitter, shall we say they, you know, they have some great content. Same same stuff, you know, tactical breakdowns. Uh, honestly, I mean, they know the game way better than I I do. I'd say uh, storm specific, but also just general WNBA uh, NCAA women's ball uh, for I think the next they're with the next hoops yeah. I believe. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, go go follow M Adler. I like that. I, I like all of those. I, I follow all those as well. and cannot voice that uh, enough myself. Oh, can't forget about Miles. Miles, um, last name I think is Elrich. Am I saying I, that right? I, it's either Elrich or Erlich. I'm not yeah, really sure. Yeah. Um, uh, for W Insider, Miles is, is also a go-to for me. Yeah, my, Miles, Miles is a good follow. He's, he's, uh, He's good people. I've communicated with him a few times. He actually, he doesn't know this. I actually haven't told him this. Um, and I'm, this is the first time I'm telling anybody this, but when I do my little uh, video threads of the Sparks press conferences, I took what I always saw him do. He usually would type it out in text. Yeah. And I just took it from what he <laughs> does and took the style from him. Um, so I, I've been wanting to tell him that, but I just haven't gotten around to it. So I may tell there him that before go. this comes out. But <laughs> y'all heard it first. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's a good follower for those in the Liberty. He writes at Queens Ballers and uh, Winside. He writes for like three different places. Like, well, he does Sun for one, Liberty for another. Yeah. Yeah, he's, crazy. he's all over the place. And yeah. yeah, yeah, lucky enough to communicate with him too. So yeah, he's, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, and he... Uh, he pops up in in uh, travels sometimes throughout the season, so sometimes you may run into him. He was actually at a dream game I was at last year, and I walked right past him and had no idea because <laughs> it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I walked past and he's wearing a Sabrina jersey. I'm like, oh hey, there's a Liberty fan here in LA. He had a hat on and everything. Didn't think anything of it, and like two hours after the game or whatever, he posts a picture on Twitter of him and his crew, <laughs> and I'm like, I walked right past you and had no idea who you were. So. Uh, but you might catch him in your city. He'll he'll travel around a little bit, and I, I think that's really cool. So, yeah, those are all really good follows, really good people. So, W Twitter can be welcoming if if you know who to talk to. <laughs> but um, before we get out of here, last thing on some W stuff, give me a storyline you're watching this season. Storyline. 
can be anything. I think uh, I think the Aces are going to miss Liz Cambage. You think, think they're going to uh, miss Liz Cambage? Yeah. Wow. I think, uh, and I think, you know, new coach, I don't know. I, I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. but I, I think just, the opposite. I think the opposite. But again, I might be biased, but I think the opposite. Most people, most people I know think the opposite as well. I'm, I'm unsure. I'm, I think they're going to be really good under Becky Hammond, but when it comes to the Liz sized hole they have at center, I'm, I'm kind of torn on that. Um, I got, I do, I want to see what happens with the dream. I feel like they just, everything about them has been, um, a little chaotic, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. that's the, Maybe that's a good word for it. Um, yeah. So I am very excited just to see how they come out this season and on and off the court, players and and non-players, just how they just that whole organization, how that um, how that unfolds and who ends up with uh, the first round pick. Is it traded? Does do the Mystics keep it? I don't. So. I, I, I think the Mystics are going to keep it. They seem they seem pretty set on keeping that, but. I have season tickets to the dream too. So I'm hoping they, you know, have a good season. I, they signed one of my favorite players in Nia coffee. Uh, like I said, I really like Mo Billings Aries there. So I, it's going to be interesting. I think a lot of us thought they were going to go for the home run in free agency, especially once they got Dan put over and they, I don't want to say they whiffed because they got good pieces, but they didn't go for the star players. Like I think a lot of us thought, but uh, Cheyenne Parker will be back. You know, I traded Kennedy. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely a team to keep an eye on as well going forward. So that about wraps us up here. Uh, thank you all for coming on once again. Y'all have anything you want to say before we get out of here? Any thoughts or anything? Um, I just want to say thanks for having us on. This has been – this is our first uh, – this is our first, first ever pot. So this is uh, okay. very exciting. This is a great welcoming into this world, this space. So. Thanks for inviting and bring us, bringing us on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I yeah, just, just want to echo that. Thank you so much, Bailey. And, and thanks for all the kind words. Uh, you know, you really helped us along back when we were starting out. And, uh, you know, we, we owe you a real debt of gratitude. Thank, thanks so much for everything, Bailey. Yeah, ain't no problem. Like I said, I like what y'all do because I, I view the game similarly as, as a budding youth coach, you know, <laughs> a star youth coach. But, but yeah, I appreciate it. I think that, you know, what you do, is is more necessary more needed in the w space so anytime i can put a light on y'all and you know share what y'all do i want to do that so that's exactly what this was for this exactly what this podcast was for just amplifying that on a different level so uh thank y'all for coming on and you know good luck with your endeavors carolyn with your coaching chess with your video editing and your your real world job you touched on you know good luck with all of that but you know, we'll still be in touch. We'll still be communicating and everything like that. I'll, I, uh, I try to retweet everything I see y'all do whenever I see it, whether it be on her hoop stats or on your individual pages. So, but that wraps us up for another episode of Rebel Edition here on whatever streaming service you're listening on. Once again, I'm Bailey. You can find us next week on Tuesday, and we'll have the rest of the crew then as we get ready to kick off the W season.